Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Maybe I can relax the show, everybody. Hi, it's Marsha. i got three guests on, and they'll talk, and I'll just sit back if I can possibly do that. But anyway, so hello to everybody. And um, Hi. We have three. Hi. And I just wanted to say a couple things that, you know, uh, my deepest sympathy about Queen Elizabeth. And um, oh, yeah. she was 96. And, you know, I, my mm-hmm. grandmother made it to like 101. So it's, you know, sometimes you say, oh, you know, because they're older, but, you know, you're so used to having them around for all that mm-hmm. time that it, it it's really, diff- it's going to be a lot different than they think, you know, because yeah. even though you say, oh, they're 96, but, oh, no, I miss them because they're always there, you know. Yeah. So um, I sent my sympathy to the life. whole family. My whole life. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, this is, uh, it's a long, it's a long good life for her. You know, mm-hmm. and, yeah, uh, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Incredible woman. So, you my, know, she, yes. She was queen at the age of 25. 25. Yeah. Mm hmm. 25. It's amazing. It is amazing. It really is. All right, so I'll introduce everybody. Let everybody say who they are, and then we <laughs> can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay. So, I have Kathy Goldwyn, who's been talking already, so we don't. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. That's okay. That's uh, listen. I'm glad not to hear my voice all the time on the show. Oh, Carrie Shepard is here, and voice. he is a host also of a radio show. And we have Faith Rabiosi. Is that it? That's it. Hi. It? Oh, hey, I did that right. <laughs> Yes, you did. Oh, this is good. I can say a name like Cook. I can say a name like Black Red. Okay, I got that. All right, so all three of everybody. Italian name. Yep. So this should be a really fun show, but I'm going to let everybody talk a little and say what they do and who they are, and then we'll just get into, uh, we could finish talking about Queen Elizabeth then too. Okay, so Terry, (laughs) tell us about yourself. Wow. Thank you very much, Earth. It's great to be on the program with such amazing colleagues here. I'm I'm kind of stumbled into this this, uh, craft almost four years ago, and I've been Mm -hmm. writing um, very strong, powerful women characters, women detectives ever since then. Mostly, um, I do have some kid stuff that I wrote because I have grandchildren and you know yeah. they ask you when they find out that you write stories the first thing they say is I want to be a star so that's 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 kind of me in a nutshell I'm, I'm a corporate guy started out as a broadcaster and during my 
you know, sort of brief career in fiction. I wrote a lot, a lot of nonfiction before, um, before I was doing the Terry Shepard fiction stuff. Um, but uh, in addition to that, I also just finished narrating my 10th book, this one for Pamela Fagan Hutchins. It's That's called The Big Duck. Really great, fun thriller. And um, I have uh, two radio presences. I'm honored to work with Pam Stack as the host of Authors on the Air at authorsontheair.com. And I also, you can hear me every morning in Detroit, Michigan, on Keener13.com, the home of the original WKNR, the 1960s rock radio station that changed the history Ooh. of music in Detroit. So I'm on there. Right. Seven days nice, a week. We like so that's the short version. <laughs> All right. That's a good version, I think. You're a little busy, I think. Okay. All right. Uh, Faith? You, got a lot of, you have a lot of books. Oh, on to me then. <laughs> yes, on to you. Um, well, I, you know, I started writing about six, seven years ago because um, I was living in Missouri in a little tiny town of 4,000 people. I had actually been born and raised in California, but we had some hardships and things got crazy, so we decided to just, like, run to the Midwest. Well, there is where I found that there's not a lot to do, so you really have to figure out who you are. <laughs> and it turns out I loved writing and yoga, some fitness Aww. stuff, lots of fun. But, um, yeah, I went to the, the little tiny library in that town, and I saw a book that, like, it said on the cover, this could be compared to Fifty Shades of Grey. I was like, ooh, I want to read this, because I hadn't actually seen yeah, that yeah. other one. Well, I read it, and I was like, hey, I could have written this so much better. <laughs> so, <laughs> what I did is <laughs> I just yeah. kind of yeah, pulled from the dark recesses of my soul and started writing uh, whatever came out. And uh, it, well, let's just say my first editor was shocked and horrified. <laughs> and the reason for that <laughs> is because apparently erotic horror <laughs> wasn't a very, you know, known genre at the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't know what I was writing. I was just writing whatever came out. So That's good. So yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> I really fell in love with writing. It's uh it's a, it's just a lot of fun, a great way to spend the day. Uh besides Fantasy. that, you know, I'd been an R N and I had uh you know, worked with people in their darkest times and their most depressing yeah. times. I think that really chipped away at my soul. So that's why yeah. in the end I decided to go a different path and I'm just kind of a mom and a wife and do my writing and even some editing on the side. So it's so really nice good. to be I mean, able to live for your passion. Look at so many people have decided to write along with the other careers that they did. Which yeah. actually helps yeah. Why not? writing. <laughs> it actually it helps. No, it does. All right, really? and Kathy and you? Kathy? Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I, I could listen to that all day. I am a blogger and an author. I started out with a group on Facebook, just promoting mm-hmm. indie authors. And when COVID hit, my kids made me promise not to go outside. So mm-hmm. for an entire year, I was locked away, and I just started mm-hmm. writing something to do. So that's how the beautiful series was born. And my great friend, Faith Rabiosi, was by my side helping me figure out this crazy world. 
of happiness. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole Absolutely. different thing than I'd ever experienced, and it's the hardest yeah. thing mm. I've ever done in my life. Yeah, it's so, so hard. Ugh. I'm <laughs> so excited that Terry has agreed to narrate my latest book, Killing Spree. Oh, by the way, we decided to change that title, but we haven't come up with a tight new title. Oh, yet. <laughs> but maybe your listen people that listen to you could come up with a title. Ooh, well, you know what? Much. The titles are hard. You know, I, look at. They you are. know, unfortunately, because of the world, what's happened lately, that's, you know, the cover's beautiful. The title is a good title, but it's just yeah. now I think this is what you have to, why you have to change. It's, it's going to be a very yeah. difficult time going forth now. We don't even Absolutely. know what books will stay in libraries. You know, I, I've been reading things. Yeah. They're taking things out of the libraries. So, you know, and we all know I, I had last week um, – Naughty Nights, uh, they have an anthology, so they're all, most of them are, I think they're all erotic writers. And we were talking about that, too, you know, of what's happening, that Amazon puts them way at the bottom. So, but yeah. they're loyal fans, so people still buy them a lot. You know, it's sure. a really sure. strong hmm. market, you know. And so hopefully things won't change too much, but if they're starting to take books out of the library, that's never a good thing. You know, Never. It's yeah. a terrible thing. It's terrible. Breaks my heart. Yeah. It's very, it's very well, with, sad. With millions of books, millions and millions of books on Amazon, it's already hard enough to, uh, it's very to be hard. noticed. But Kathy, having like the groups that she does, she really pulls people to. If you're lucky enough to be on her, you know, in her in her network, a lot of people will see you, and they they're really wonderful. I, I the Dark Angels are just absolutely wonderful. I. I would have, yeah, I never, I, I probably would have stopped writing years ago if it wasn't for them. <laughs> you know, I like the post that you had a post really? that you put out when I was looking you up, Faith. You had a, a uh-huh. post that you put out, and I really thought it was a good post because you were saying something like, you know, even if you have a few people that like your work, that should make you yeah. happy. Yeah. You know, yeah. and on. And I yeah. think it was a really good post because I hope, what, does anybody want to talk about that part? Because a lot of people, you know, you you might not get to be the bestseller where you're selling millions of books, but what you said right. is true. If people like your book, that's good. That's a good, that's, that's really, it's amazing. It's, it's, a, it's yeah, the it's best just, feeling on the planet. Someone yeah. likes your book. Well, I'm care. glad that that approach was effective too. towards you because I wasn't sure if I was actually I, – I was trying to get a thought out, and I wasn't sure if it was effective enough. But, yeah, what I was trying to say is that, you know, I, I watch a, a million different actors all the time. I might love something for one minute. I forget about them the next, and they're gone. There's so many amazing talents yeah. out there. And I just don't think we should be too hard on ourselves when we don't, you know, like you said, sell a million books because right. well, don't it's write hard. to make money. <laughs> Don't write. So, Terry, you were yeah. Terry, you were in the corporate world, but now you came into this world. So, how do you feel about that? Because you know, I mean, if you were working, you know, with the DJs in the years before, it was hard for people to get their songs out too. Then, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? What really drives me is purpose. You know, I think we all are put on this world to do something. It's a lifelong, mm-hmm. you know, thing to try and figure out what it is, and then what. Once you do figure that out, if that connects with with passion and talent, then you're on your way. I mean, it's um, right. It's, it's uh, you know what you, what you do is things happen, doors open, magic happens when purpose, passion, and talent, you know, swing together in one big blender, and that's 
my whole my whole thing, my whole purpose has always been about, you know, lifting up and showing the way to hero status for people that we don't typically expect that to happen to. And that's hmm. in, in my world, in the corporate world, when I was CEO and an exec, the glass ceiling for women was, still is, a really big thing. And I spent a lot of my time trying to identify those women, minorities, people that had challenges with abilities to, to open doors to it so they could try, you know, it's try mm-hmm. try that suit, that hero suit on for size. Yeah. Well, that's like your inspiration. Why I love, you, Terry. Why I love what, you, Terry. Yeah, that must be like really like amazing characters for your books. Well, yes, that's, you know, that's writing. The world, that's why it's I started fabulous. writing that type of fiction. Yeah, it was, right, and I wanted right. to do the same thing, but broaden it so that so they could be anybody. And that's that to me yeah. more than the money mm-hmm. is when I get you know when I get an email from a young Latina gal mm-hmm. who wants to be like Jessica Ramirez. You know, the thing I do is I send it on to the, I and she just is based on a real life cop that I know. So I send the email to Tracy so she can read it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's that's worth more than a thousand sales to me. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're reading Terry's book. We're reading Terry's book in Arc Anonymous right now. Ooh. And every single one of us, there are seventy of us who read to <laughs> review, love his book. Love oh, it. Wow. And we encourage much. everybody to pick up one of his books. This one's called Chasing Karma. I'd start at the beginning and get the first one, which was Chasing what now, Terry? Chasing Vega, Chasing the Captain, and yeah. Chasing Karma. Yeah. yeah. I would start with the first one. It's just a fabulous story. You'll hmm. get lost in it. Yeah, it's yeah, based I think, on you know, I think, real life adventures. Right, and I think when hmm. women, you know, when we talk about successful women that, you know, uh, characters and, you know, and breaking, uh-huh. you know, the glass ceiling, you know, uh, I don't know if anybody saw, but um, Hillary Clinton and her daughter were are having a new series on Apple. It's called Gutsy, and I showed they showed a preview on it the other day. And it's just talking to many different women, not just celebrities, about you know how they got where they got and how they feel about a lot of things. So um, who better than Hillary? Who better than Hillary to do that? I mean, you know, she's been around for a while and she knows how hard it is. Everything is hard. It's really difficult now for well, men. I mean, everything women. is hard anyway for everybody. Yes, <laughs> it is. Life. It is. So I think is you know, hard. <laughs> you just have to do what the, you know. Uh, you just have to do the well, best you, you can and about. try yeah. to be happy and try to be happy. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, and yeah. the thing is, I'm actually writing for this um, EYS magazine, and so my next story is going to be about uh, you don't have to be a size four. You could be, you know, whatever you want, you know, and I'm going to mm-hmm. have yeah. different people talk about it. And it, this is an international magazine because this is a big thing. People, when they look in the mirror, they're not always happy with themselves. And because mm-hmm. of COVID, people are home a lot, and they've had more mm-hmm. time <laughs> to think about Things, and sometimes that's not always, you know, they haven't been with other people either. I mean, if we yeah. could even think about that a lot of us were home for a long time. I mean, I remember when we first had our show, the first one right at COVID, I go, I didn't know if I was even going to have that show. I said, should I have it now or whatever? So I did, and I kept going on, and we did a lot of shows talking about COVID. And 
it was really hard to believe that we were all in the house because first you go, oh, it was a week, then it was two weeks, and then it turned out to be a really long time. So we've all changed. I know. I thought it would be like three months. I could do three months, right? <laughs> who, who would have yeah. thought we could do it in one or two weeks? I mean, that that's. I think they sent me. people home, and they said, "Oh, take your work home, and for three weeks you'll be home." Well, how'd that go? Not really. Some people aren't yeah, even back yet. I know. Yeah. But then they so, found out they didn't need all those office buildings, and people could work from home, and they could save money. Right. <laughs> wow. Yes. And a lot of people, a lot of people started writing. Then they really did, and a lot of people had writer's block yeah. also. So I mean, there's so many mm-hmm. things that happened during that time, you know. But you know, when you yeah. try to be positive, uh, this is a good thing. This is one of the reasons I do this show is because for years mm-hmm. I was an agent and I could not get people out there. I mean, I was a literary mm-hmm. agent at the guild, and it was really difficult. And a lot of those writers, they just gave up. We mostly mm-hmm. did screen, screenplays, but we did, you know, some people at the beginning with books, and they were so good, and they left. They're not writing anymore. Yeah. And it's they are so good, right? They're so good, but they don't it, – it just may not be worth it to them anymore. Just very little know. reward, know. you know? Well, the reward is a good yeah, book. Well, and so – and, you know, the thing is – if somebody reads your book and they start talking about your characters, we've all had that, where they start talking about your characters, it really is the best feeling ever when somebody in the world. sees what you see. In the world. Let me tell you, Facebook are incredible. They're dark and sexy and <laughs> funny. They're even funny, even though you don't think they're funny. <laughs> yeah, they're, when you come to yeah, these I kinds kinda, of books. Yeah, they're they're just like they're very they're very fast. They're not I, I definitely have never been accused of being boring. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not you or Terry. I'm totally different. Oh yeah. Well I mean yeah. I feel like a lot of our media is based on dark things. Like look at Game of Thrones. Like I don't even go that far, but Game of Thrones yeah. is like the biggest thing you could watch, right? So when I'm writing dark yeah, I, I feel like this is totally okay because people love the dark it's fantasy, it's not real. So it's okay to, like, feed into a little bit Uh, of the darker side of human nature, you know, have a little fun. Yeah. I've read all Uh, of your books, I've loved every one of them. Oh. You know, like, you know, Handmaid's Tale, like, we did, I've done several, I've done several shows with, we have several people come on and we're talking about it, and it's really a very dark show. It's dark. Oh, very. But, you know, they have a loyal Everybody's waiting. It's almost there. Oh, heck yeah. I love that show. You know, so I think... <laughs> I have a sci-fi you know, um, book based on that show. <laughs> yeah, well, right. And look, at she's still out there, Margaret Atwood. So, I mean, you know, this is... I mean, all of these things that everybody's reading and watching, so many people are engaged in, in things that we all have in common now because really Facebook and all of the social media has gotten all of us together where we can meet people that we oh, never yeah. ever good would point. have ever met. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah. You know, so Terry, what kind of show, what kind of guests do you have on the shows that you want you want to yeah. talk about a little oh, so people all might people like you. All people like uh-huh. you. I'm I'm fascinated by every part of the craft. So I love talking to first time authors. I love talking to experienced, famous, yeah. want to be famous. 
editor, yeah. agents, you name it. Yep. It's great fun. Yeah, well, I, I, I want to so come too. on. <laughs> sure. I'd love to have you on. That'd be great. Oh, what oh, a great time. <laughs> well, no, you know, actually, you know, a lot of times when people come on, you know, um, the, that's what sometimes I do one-on-one, but a lot of times I do it with a few people because it's easier for people not to have to feel that they do the hour themselves because they may feel, <laughs> you know, and even when I talk to them on the phone, they go, so what will it be like on the show? I go, just like we're talking now. So they feel go like they know me and I'm not going to shock them. And, you know, because I don't ask a question that they might not want to answer. So I already know how far I can go or what, they don't want to talk about, you know, because you really nice. don't want to embarrass yes. somebody, you know, and ask them something right. they really right. want to talk about. It's like not yeah. good, you know. That's what, yeah. Kind of what you're so good. You're so good at what you do, Marissa. Really. You know, this is. I was on Red River before, uh, which Red River. We. I think she had like thirty people that were on her network, and I said, okay, I'll do a show for five minutes and I read something and I really didn't want to do it because I just really didn't, I, that wasn't what I wanted to do. I just wanted to write. Mm. And so then when oh. I was on for five minutes and she, I was on another for 10 minutes and I had to read my story as part of it. And while I'm reading the story, I'm editing it. And I'm thinking, oh, should this word be Ooh. in it? Should that word? I'm reading it. <laughs> and so I was so happy when I was done. I was a wreck, a yeah. total wreck. And so oh. I always remember how I felt. I was so nervous. I mean, and I like yeah. to talk, but it's still a different media. You know, I wasn't used to that. It's like I'm talking to my friends, I'm sitting around or whatever. But on a show, people might not feel that comfortable. They get nervous. You know, I didn't want them right. to do that. So, you know, and they yeah. do come back to the show. So I guess maybe they have a good time. So they come back. I don't know. It seems <laughs> like it. I don't think but, you know. <laughs> oh, you're so fun. You are fun. Oh, heck yeah. It is different, though, so, like when you're just typing, like in like a, like in the Dark Angels, for instance, if we're just having like a you get together in there, it is definitely different than just typing. But I actually, I, I really, this is cool. I'm so glad you do this. Yeah, no, it is it is yeah. a fun way. And you get to meet people. And I think authors, you know, because the links are, these links last forever. I mean, so far they're all on. And they're mine are on some iTunes from like, I don't know, from, 10 years ago they're on but I think you could put that on your website and people can hear your voice because I think they like that that makes you real and you makes know you so real. I think yeah. they like that it right. yeah. you know and I do think you know for me it's hard to do posts about my life I don't like to do my personal life and people say oh you have to do this you know and but I you know it's not that that's not that easy for me to do that because I just like to talk but I'm not used to talking about my life so I think mm, by li- people listening to me what you're going to talk about well they know you know you they kind to- of know me from listening to me but I think you know like a lot of times on Facebook I think they've changed a lot of things now because now I think I don't even know what they're doing so I you know it's very it is difficult for people to a lot of people get off they get depressed and you know and so one of the things is is that so remarks that you like faith what you put on is good cuz I think that won't discourage people from like, at least staying in the game and it is, yeah, you know, yeah, good point. Yeah. And because I think people read those things and they know how this is a hard profession. We know that, and I think yeah. most of us that write realize it may, you know, it it may take six books before people even know who you are. 
Sure. But you got to keep doing it. And it's hard. You just have to Every keep, time I finish, yeah. you know, like Terry, uh, Terry, you narrate. So all my books are on audiobooks. And I was telling Kathy when I talked to her the other day, like when I listen to my book on, a, on an audible, it doesn't even feel mm-hmm. like I wrote it. I'm thinking like, <laughs> who is this person that wrote this? Mm-hmm. Because parts of me, you, part, you, sometimes when you finish a story, it's like, where did it come from? Does anybody want to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about where that comes yep. from? Well, you know, <laughs> Carrie read one paragraph of Killing Spree, and I cried hearing the words out loud uh-huh. like that. Oh, really? I, I sat here and sobbed. Absolutely. Oh, Kathy, just, you've gotten wow. so good. Yeah, you've gotten so oh, good. I totally get that. Oh, well, thank yeah. Thank you. Thank you. If people want to hear it. Terry's voice, if they want to hear Terry's voice, when you are on Amazon, it and or, or you know, you will it be a sample? Like I saw the sample. Of your, you know, you can, you can sample, listen to a sample right so you can hear. You can hear if you click on the book, then you can hear the sample of Terry's voice mm-hmm. yeah. on there. What have you narrated lately, Carrie, that they could check your voice out? Well, the one I just finished is um, Pamela Fagan Hutchins Sitting Duck, which is um, mm-hmm. her latest Patrick Flint series, a thriller. For a long time, she narrated her own stuff, and she decided that she didn't want to do it anymore. So um, I agreed to take over the series. So I'm going to be doing Patrick wow. Flint for her. Nice. Um, and, That's exciting. And one, one out of every five books I do for free for either a first-time author or oh, nice. one, of the, one of the most <laughs> yeah. fun books that I read. Very was, generous, let me tell you. There's, there's a, a really, really sweet story uh, called Queen of Charade. And um, it was written by a, a 92-year-old um, woman oh. that I, I oh, knew wow. indirectly. She, she's wow. a, a good yes. friend of one of my best friends. Wow. And she barely got the book done. She was very sick. They got it to me. I was able to narrate it. She was able to hear it. And about a month oh, after that publication, oh. she passed away. Oh, so that, oh, was, wow. that was a labor of love for me. I love doing yeah. that. Oh, I That's love really good. that. Yes. I love that. What a great. Yeah. yeah. No, it <laughs> is. Right, you know, Jerry. right. It's really nice. <laughs> honest. You know, and, and that is, you know, listen, I it, I think people might not realize how hard it is to narrate a book. If anybody's ever tried to read their own oh. book, it's very I difficult. have not. It's not easy. It's <laughs> not easy because your breath. It's, you have to have that breath. There's a breath, you know, when you're yeah. reading. And so I think people think, oh, I'll just narrate my book. Well, no, you just can't narrate your book because it's not going to come out that way because it's hard. It's Have you guys ever difficult. done, like, a live no, read you on Facebook? Have you ever done, like, read something? Oh, those are fun. To... Those are so fun. <laughs> I've done that, like, yes, twice. I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have Amazing children's books, and I have children's books. Children's books are easier to read, you know, out, you oh, know and when you're looking for fun. a narrator. Yeah. It's easier for children's books because you get, like, last one I did, uh, I, I was on Audible, but it's seven years, and I never like to sign contracts. So I told Kathy that mm. I had done that seven years ago, signed with Audible, because I figured mm. if Amazon, who owns Audible, is going to go out of business, it won't really matter that much because nobody's going to find my books anyway. So, <laughs> but... So yes. I, and then I got a new I got a new narrator because the old one disappeared. Somebody 
when I first started oh, seven wow. years ago, they left. They left Audible. They just nobody could find her. So, but you can't really switch until the seven years is up. So I put it oh, back nice. out there, and for a children's book, you get like I had like twenty people, you know, auditioning because it's shorter. So if people have children's books, it's difficult because people don't buy audiobooks as much for children, but they should. Because mm. kids, there's a lot of kids that learn really good that way, mm. you know, listening to yeah. audiobooks. Well, they yeah. And, yeah, they could also read the book and hear it at the same time because a lot of kids do learn that way. You know, and mm-hmm. during yeah, COVID, and I don't know if learn. there's many yeah. schools. I don't know if people are going now to schools. You might know that. if they're. I don't know if people are making appearances at schools like they did. Before. That's a big thing yeah. for me. I do I do a lot of that because um. Do you? Yeah, my wife and I wrote a uh, a book called Juliet and the Mystery Bug, which teaches kids how to learn the proper hygiene skills to survive pandemics. So oh, that's we good. Teach oh my hand god! So you guys go to school, man. Well, I, it's even better than that since since most what? of them, you know, are are hundreds of miles away. My granddaughter, who's the star, she and I actually introduced the book together, and then I narrate it. Well, the pictures, you know, I do um, Ken Burns moves on the pictures in the book, and I'll read it to him. And then afterwards, I take questions from the class. And it's from a business standpoint, it's great because you always sell books to the families afterwards. But it's just so much fun. I can imagine. Everybody well, I, I was like in second grade, and Tony DePaola of Straganona visited my school in Modesto, California, and I'll never forget that. That's the one and only time that I saw an amazing oh. author come to the school. Do you guys remember Straganona yeah. at all? Well, I think I think that's a problem with the schools. They really need to do that because they have kids who yeah. really love it, and and adults like readings. But like Barnes and Noble, they don't have them anymore because they a lot of them a lot of them Barnes and Noble don't do those anymore. The readings, but right. people really right. love that. They yeah. love yeah. reading that. There's that's a secret it to it that not many people know, and that is that you need to make it core curriculum. So, part of the yeah. game that yeah. we do is that when we write those books, all of the stuff that was in Juliet and the, and the Mystery Bug came mm. from the Centers for Disease Control. We work with Dr. Fauci and oh, with the doctors over there. Huh? So, the, so that's, you know, that's stuff that's been vetted. And then we worked with um, the University of Michigan School of Education, and we said, how do we write this so it can be actually, you know, you can get credit for it as part of the core curriculum. And what yeah. we learned was that not only was it great for third graders, but it was also great for seventh graders because in seventh grade they're learning poetry. And we wrote the book in the Dr. Seuss style of poetry. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. um, If you you go to terryshepherd.com, it's all up there. I mean, it's with Jules and I are are there, you know, promoting it and we'll read the book to you there. It's all free. Um, But that's, that's how we do it because, you know, she's in school and, I'm usually it's if it's Pacific time, you know, one o'clock mm-hmm. there is four o'clock here. So um, right, yeah, right. You, know, you find a way to make it work, but it's that is so much fun to do that, and it's also a, if you're thinking about the business end of writing your stories, part of the reason yeah. I chose Jessica was because I I believe that the time is right for a Latina superhero, and I think she's the one. So the way that I'm working yeah. Hollywood angle with, with Jess's stories 
is that I had a um, I did a, a Spanish translation of the book, which is used in at the University of Texas in one of their Spanish literature classes in college, and the teacher, who's a friend of mine, at the end of the class, she has all of her students cast the movie. So what I'm doing with that is I'm taking oh, that great. data, and I'm going idea. to the to the actress themselves, the actresses themselves, and saying, yeah. hey. I, that your your fans are saying that you need to be in this property. I think you would be fantastic as Jessica. Okay. Would you read the book? I'm not even trying to sell them on the movie. I say these people these people see you in this role, and um, I think that's how it's going to happen. I mean, I have I've I've got a half dozen of them out there, and I haven't had a rejection yet. Every everybody says all the people's handlers say we'll get it to her. She'll read it, and I, this stuff takes time. Hollywood, it's you know a two to five years. Well, listen, I, you know what I. <laughs> I have 12 screenplays, and you know what? I have been optioned, but it's very tough to get out there. So I took some of my oh. what I did is took some. I took some of my characters, and I, made, you know, made them into books now because I use some of the characters as my characters now in books. Because I, I, my idea is for people if they can write a book and they wrote a screenplay, at least the book is out. You may it's better than sitting in a drawer you know, just mm, waiting yeah. for someone to do it. So yeah. this yep. way, if they put it in a book, it, it could sell. And a lot of the production companies look for books. Mm. Oh, uh, like Reese Witherspoon, oh, yeah. all these girls, but, all these younger yeah, women, when they're, I all, see, they're like, out there. Oh, yeah. yeah, when I see something on Netflix that says based on the novel, I'm like, I'm watching yeah. that. Like, that's yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah, a lot of potential there. And then I have to go look at the book. And figure out who the author is. I want to know oh, the whole yeah. story. And then I don't know, you know, <laughs> no. there's Babel Cube. I don't know if anybody knows. I, I have, have many of my books on Babel Cube because they do the children's book in Spanish. And, you know, you put mm-hmm. your book out there and then they, they'll they do it in Spanish, in Italian, in, um, um, I think, let's, well, I have one that's in French. So I think that's a good thing to get out there also. But I think it's great because, you know, really – there's so many things out there you can do, and sometimes you don't know what it'll be, but maybe if we're long gone, they're still out there, though, you know, and that's a good mm-hmm. thing. Books never disappear. Screenplays do mm-hmm. without, oh. you know, just sitting in a drawer. So I think because it is so hard, it's all book? about money. It's about money. I mean, that's if you have enough money, money. You know, oh, yeah. yes, no, oh, if you man. have the money, you can get a movie made. How, how do you promote your book? I think it's the hardest thing I've had to face. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah, I wrote it's, like it, six and then or six or seven, and I was like, uh, I'm not getting as far as I'd like to, so I ended up going with Next Chapter Publishing, and uh, they they yeah. do my books in different languages, so so that's really cool. And we should talk about marketing. All right, you want to hear about right, yeah, marketing? Yeah, they do the audibles and yeah. everything for me. I, yeah. I I just I yeah. can't seem to do all of them marketing on my own. Marketing is very hard. <laughs> Marketing is very difficult, and unfortunately, what it does is it's like gives you writer's block because you're so busy <laughs> trying to market, you forget the talent that you have or the stories in your head. Oh, so that's right. the problem. But the yeah, more that could take up do, most your day. Yeah, I mean, instead of writing, yeah, you're trying yeah. to figure out how am I going to market this and doing all and the work. And every day, day when I get up, <laughs> I say I'm not going to market today, and then every day I lie yeah. to myself <laughs> that I do. So you know, it is a but I, if I'm giving job. someone advice, my advice is to write more, not market. Uh-huh, more. I love you it. have to market, but 
marketing is very difficult because Whoa. a lot of if you're on Facebook marketing, everybody else is too. Mm-hmm. They're all doing the yes, same right. thing. Yes. Nobody's even millions reading each other's books. People. Yes, it's it's yeah. and it's and really expensive. difficult. So I think lately I've been on TikTok, which I thought I wouldn't be, but I put books and I have <laughs> you know some videos made. I'm not on Heck there yeah. myself, but and you find it fun. But but I think people actually listen on on TikTok and they actually mm. will look at your books whereas in Facebook lately I you're not sure who scrolls down Twitter nobody knows what you know it's very difficult now because you don't know if you're getting the exposure when I started sure. like these shows I think when I was with Red River there were so everybody used to share everything and now you can't see the shares because they're not showing the shares we don't know who's, if our books are, whatever is going out there. It may look like they're not, but I actually think people are looking. They're just not sharing it. They don't want to get involved. There's definitely a know. younger audience on TikTok as well, and a huge audience. Yeah, I think, I think you guys are going down the wrong track completely. Right. Oh, you think what so you're doing is you're, you're going, you're going the um, – Okay, so te- your, your, but what do you think? Well, I, the, you're going for small audience. You got to go for big audience. So the I'll I'll give you the I'll give you the dr- the drill that's worked very well for oh, me. Oh, okay, please good. Do. When, please I, do. <laughs> when I take Jess on the road, I take mm-hmm. Tracy, Jess's real life counterpart, with me. So we picked out the eight markets in the country which have mm-hmm. the things that we need. Which is, one is uh-huh. it needs to have a very active Hispanic community, including a venue, a place where we can go yeah. to present, where we know there'll be a big Hispanic audience. The second is that it has to have if not an organized, at least some some semi-organized group of female police officers. Because hmm. part of what we go to do is we go to recruit. So we talk to the cop shop before we come. We say we're, we're bringing Jessica, and Tracy's coming. She's a 25-year law enforcement veteran. She's retired as lieutenant. And we're going to be, be speaking. Would you like to send somebody to represent your department to be part hmm. of the conversation? And then what I do, it's very simple, ladies. It couldn't be more simple than this. I've got a kick-ass book trailer. It's out there for, for the, all the Jess books. I show that. I say, I'm Terry Shepard. I love I book trailers. I want, you to, mm-hmm. I want you to meet the woman who really is Jessica Ramirez. Here's Tracy mm-hmm. Ruiz. Tracy mm-hmm. talks for an hour. And if there's somebody from the mm-hmm. local cop shop, they talk for an hour. They answer questions. And then my people just sit outside yep. with the books and sell them by the bushel when they come out. So that's one. <laughs> oh, so you just got a good marketing plan. Very well, nice. Great one, but the problem <laughs> is, are you going out, though, or, or, or do you have a team that goes out? I, well, I got a team, so it's got to cover okay. all of that stuff. So part of what yeah, happens you're not going. that you're they not pay going. for it. They pay for the – I go. Yep, they, I pay for the – they pay for, for our appearance. So if the, the local uh, Hispanic group will either mm-hmm. foot our travel or – a piece of the expense because what we do is we appear at the cop shop, we appear at a school, we appear at the event, the venue, and then we always get on the morning show because when we, we're in all those places, the word gets out. So Tracy and I are always on the morning show. So that's for Jess. But for the but other thing, explain to, think to me about, how it would work for killing spray. It Cereal can work killer. for oh, anything. Oh, yeah. So you've got you kind of a find darker. Where the is I can't in really there. have a serial killer show up. <laughs> yeah, Everyone loves find... serial killers. <laughs> yeah, well, even, even, so I'm just trying to figure out how to connect the two. 
Well, yeah, think about women writers. I mean, every every town has, you know, a a, a woman writers or or even a woman's book group. You can organize two or three of them to get together. So you're talking to thirty people instead of just ten. And but the problem is with erotic books. It's not you're not as accepted as fast as you think. Oh, I know, yeah, such a one star genre, but it's such a hidden like genre too because people love yeah. that stuff. They yes, they love do, it, they, but it's there, but it's hard to get out, and you can't. The libraries aren't really nice. Yeah, I mean, you're, I suppressed. Have all these, you're suppressed by Amazon. Yeah, the libraries, it is, yeah. it is not easy. That's the problem, and yep. women that's and men, true. and and that's the other thing. So I think the other thing is men also like books that women write. So I think, you know, if you leave yourself out of the men's group, then you're missing a whole audience because they read. Mm. Men read. Hell yeah, they do. It's not only women. you mm-hmm. got to get them right. to, for, those, for that genre, it's a pass it on genre. So you always got to yeah. put something yeah. in the back of your book yeah. that says, yeah. if you love this story as much as I think you do, I want mm-hmm. you to do three things. One is go write a review. Number two is email me and tell me where you'd like me to take the character next. And the yeah. third thing is share this with somebody else that you think would enjoy it. Give the book away. Because I, mean, that's, <laughs> that's, I have a, Listen, I have a I, pen name. I agree with you, but it doesn't, you know, it's not that easy because people, it's very sad that people don't review as much. And that really is, it's very, that's why, Kathy, that's a good thing that you do, you, it, that people have a better chance of getting reviews because, honestly, it was much easier before. Now people aren't reviewing as much, and they can, all they have to, all they have to do is go back. In a, let's say you're listening to an audio book. In the back, right when you're ended it, it says, do you want to give the book stars? And if you give the book stars, then it, that, that shows up. People, but a lot of people don't do that. It's so easy they don't for do people it. to do that. But you yeah. know, I and have seventy people who read and review. Yeah, yep. romances. You know, I can tell you that a good audio book in 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 um, that genre that mm-hmm. can sell a ton too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I I can I'm telling you that from personal experience. No, it's the true. I know I that's very true. Promote the yeah. least are the ones that are making me the most money, but nobody knows that I wrote them. So I'll never tell. That is awesome. <laughs> a good example of how this business can be so great. You just you just got to keep going. You just have to. Well, like, yeah, yeah there are a lot of ways, but, but, you know, there's no doubt that being with people and getting an audience, but due to COVID, a lot of people aren't going out. I mean, they're not even going to shows because, like, I'll see somebody – uh, that says, oh, I was just at this, uh, you know, um, this conference. And then two minutes later, then you say, oh, six of them got COVID. So I think that's okay. what has happened. So I think people are afraid to go mm. out right now because they're wanting to leave well enough alone. You know, they don't want to go out there and be <laughs> in a sure. group. You know, and that's, I hope you know, part of a problem. That's what I hope. But, it, yeah, you okay. have to get the vaccines, but also, you know, yeah. There's a lot, you know, people aren't listening to the facts, you know, and really it's ruined it for a lot of people. You know, mm. um, the people that haven't taken the vaccines are mm. making it harder for everybody else only because the antibodies are, they don't have them. So whenever something comes right. out, they're getting it mm-hmm. and they're giving it to everybody else. So I think yeah, I right. got a lot a of people time. being really scared of getting the vaccine, but like, 
as like a health professional reading the research and stuff, you're just like, oh, okay, this is just, yeah, I get it. Let's just get the vaccine. Like, I'm not scared of it because I completely understand the science behind it. But I understand why people would be a little bit wary of it in the end, you know? It's not well, I, I understand I that. I, you know, I, I worked for doctors for ago. years, but I do understand that. Right. But, you know, this, yeah. we could have been done with this already, but we're not. So I think <laughs> this is a problem. So, you know, this is this is one of the things why people, you know, I did so many shows about COVID and, you know, and I just yeah, wrote an that. article on it too with everybody and, you know, for the Australian magazine because all the international places, they're ill also. So I think this is a problem, you know, for people who don't want to go out to do things. For sure. You know. Yes, it and, is. Yeah. So I think that's great, you know, if you can get out, Cherry. That's good if you can get a team out because it's mm-hmm. really hard to do that now. So it's great that you're doing that. So the and other way a, is to is to write to market, and I've done this twice, and it works like a charm. So what I one of the things that I do every year is I go to my, um, uh, my he's now in sixth grade, my grandson's sixth grade homeroom teacher, and I say, what's the hardest thing for you to get the kids to pay attention to in the curriculum this year? And the first one was history. They did nobody cares about. Sir Walter Raleigh or Virginia Dare or the 13th colony. Dang, I I love history. I wrote a a time travel book where Hudson's a star, and I put in a a, a, female counterpart, and his real teacher, time travel exists, but it only exists for research. So they go back and have this Mm. adventure that parallels the 14 lessons that they have about history. So when that book was finished... The way I wrote it was that they that the teacher gave me her her um, powerpoints, and those were the chapters. So I just wrote the yep. chapters, and they dress up, they go back, they have the experience, and as they're coming back, they say, "Wow, I want to remember this that General Washington said," and that's the test question. So yeah, I'm. It's a great. Thing. This will be the third yeah. year since I've done that book, and every year, I sell a minimum of 300 of those books to yeah. classrooms in bulk. So that's the other way yeah, to do it. Is that, is, that is like that. true. Brilliant, you know, yeah. That works. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. And I think, they you know, I have, <laughs> yeah, you're right. And that's what the problem is. Right. And so my advice to people is also what you're saying is, right, when you start out, I when I started out, it was very different. Things were very different. And there's, you really have to make it like a business. You're absolutely right because if you absolutely. don't, it doesn't become what a business. Because one day does not necessarily work the next. Right. I've but I think when insurance works, I, I think <laughs> that's a great idea. With the, if anybody's out there list, when they're listening, that's a good – if you have an idea for a children's book also because if it has something to do with, you know, with something the kids are studying. Because I've had um, a lot of children's shows on, and Rich Linville, he lives in California, and he was a teacher for over 40 years. He writes books. He has like over 100 books out there. They're little mm, books. Dang. They're about – and he does, uses a lot of clip art, but they're about different subjects, you know, presidents, anything that the kids are learning about or need to know, like Terry said, (laughs) that's that's really good. No, it's good because the kids kids are the ones. They they read, then the teachers. But you also have to be in an area. It would be nice if every area was like that. But in Chicago, they're not that great about letting people come places anymore. Hmm, It's not not like it was. Yeah. All right, Terry, what else is the other things that you have to say? 
Well, I mean, another thing that works really good if you if you you know you're building your own podcast is to dribble out the books as chapters, or actually write a custom. Out. What, what I do in my yeah. newsletters is I write custom short fiction every month for my for my um, audience. That's specifically for them, and they get it both in print, you know, in the email form, and also I send them an MP3, so they can listen to it in audio. And that's what a lot of us do at bedtime. We're looking for something to listen to at bedtime. Um, I got to tell you that that's where a lot of the my the people who've written to my pen name, my romance pen name, that's what they do is they listen to the audio book at bedtime. And it's a it's a back and forth. It's a friends to lovers story. So there's a female point of view and there's a male point of view. And I have I hired a really really wonderful narrator to do the woman's part. And, well, I can definitely yeah. say that's got to be a good marketing point because before bed, we need something to help us just relax and just, yeah. especially oh like, in, well, yeah, this is just, that's a great idea. So do you like great. having a pen name? I mean, do you like, I, we talked about this last week on the show about pen names. Uh, you know, I had one and then I stopped using it and then I want to start it again because I think I write better not as myself. All my screenplays oh my were goodness. not under my name. Oh, yeah, I think my brain, really? my brain, yeah. my brain thinks of my, you know, oh. another way. Terry, do you feel yeah, that way? Yeah, like you, you can be a little more name? open, a little more creative, a little not yeah, yourself. Yeah. I like that. Terry, does that happen to you? I can see that. Terry, <laughs> does that work when you have your pen name? You feel differently? Um, well, I mean, the, the 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 problem is that I was reasonably famous before, and um, when I wanted to write fiction, I didn't want to do it under that name, right? Mm-hmm. For a variety of reasons. I mean, the the problem with fame is that that you have lovers and you have haters. Yeah, and, um, of course. <laughs> you know, I have I have a bunch of both. So, um, for sure. So I, I I actually. If you don't have haters, you're not that. doing anything. <laughs> Well, not everybody likes right. Terry Shepard either, but but I my my goal with Terry has been all of my social media posts and Kathy, you you have experienced this. I only do two things: I either love on somebody else, you know, I love their books, yep. I love Faith's yep. books, you know, or <laughs> I'm promoting my stuff. It's either got to it's got to be it's got to raise up somebody in the audience, or it's got to sell books. And if it doesn't, so that's why I don't talk about I don't even talk about that much about COVID, you know, the Juliet and the mystery mm-hmm. bug, that works for any, any, it's germ science basically mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah, I think, um, germ, right, yeah, yeah, because I think, so. yeah, because I don't put COVID in my books, and um, we talked about this a oh, lot yeah. even at the beginning, because, you know, even myself, when I watch shows, when they start, you know, talk, you know, when they show what, you know, even if it's in a movie or something, I, I don't want to hear about. You know, we live through it. I know. It, so I think yeah, it's, it's, it's not definitely right. too. Yeah, it, it's too yeah. close. It's, it's, it's I don't want to. We want we want the fantasy at this point. We want to get out of that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 We yeah. all want happy. Yeah, ending. Think about what we. Yeah, think happy through. ending is a good thing. I mean, it really is. You yeah. know, uh, and people want people like that happily ever after. You know, no matter how they get there. They like that happily ever after. They do, right. you know, and That's it's hard. Right. Life people is tough. People go through a lot, but they always end happily ever after. Every single one. <laughs> you know, and and they like family relationships. They like a lot of different things. You know, romantic comedies out there. You know, too. yeah, they like animals yeah. too. I, I yeah. have a lot of horses in my vampire books. <laughs> it's been really fun. 
Yeah, because right, yeah, and people, you know, there's an audience for everything. One time I was listening to some kind of podcast, I don't know, it was really good. They were just talking about, you know, when they're writing romantic books, you just pick a topic and then just write it. There's an there's people that like that topic type, you know, or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you're like a fisherman, if you're, you know, dancer or just pick something and there's somebody that's going to like, they're going to like it. And I mm-hmm. think most of us, I think what happens to people is they start thinking too much about selling and not about writing though and sometimes oh, I, you just I have to be that. in the moment just write that's yeah, why yeah. I love that when you said write more because yeah. that's what <laughs> yeah that. me too write for sure more and I, I try Don't to take my, my own advice, but it does, my own advice does not work for me. It helps other people, but it doesn't help me. You know, I try, you know, to make, you know, but I've been doing this a long time. And I yeah. think, you know, I just want people, you know, to enjoy what they do and continue to write. Yeah. Because once yeah. once they stop, they don't start again a lot of people. And, you know, and that's know. the other thing about reviews. If people, I've had many people on the show that if they get a bad review, then they, they some of them have stopped writing. And this is so horrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. You and there's like going. no yeah, getting exactly around like bad reviews. That's like. That's like the worst thing for most writers is like you just can't please everybody. You you no, have no I mean, idea why they hate it so much, but they did. <laughs> or they didn't read it and they just want to bash Well, they you. just right. It's not it's not a fair. It's really not a fair shake. It's not. Sometimes it's oh, not a fair shake. Oh man, I feel like you just get you know, thick skin over time and you just yeah, stop, and don't think, look at reviews anymore t- and so just t- do what you love because it's, yeah. there might be one or two bad reviews, but you got you know ten others that are. Good. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Terry, Read what those. you're saying is though not people shouldn't concentrate as much on the social media, but go out more. Is that? I think that there's. I, I think what we do is we when we do social social media is very important because that's how yeah. we you know we take care of the people that are most important in our lives, and yeah. that's beyond writing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever whatever your social platform is, it depends on who it is. I mean, in, in my age group, Facebook's the thing. So that's where the majority mm-hmm. of my, my author contacts are. And I really love them all. I mean, they're just a wonderful people. We've found our tribe. And, you know, you need to make sure that you invest time in the relationships that are important mm-hmm. to you. But there's also yeah, the business. Right. And you have to find this is where I go back to the purpose, passion, and talent coming together. And part of that purpose, passion, and talent, um, you know, calculus is figuring out a market that's profitable where there's a mutually beneficial relationship mm-hmm. where you enjoy right. The problem I have with romance and, and God bless you all because you're wonderful at what you do, but is that I, I started writing it on a bet and I, I, I'm uncomfortable in that space. I'm very good at it. My wife loves it. She wants me to write more, but I, I, it's not what I enjoy. I really enjoy writing Jessica right now and I'm enjoying the kid stuff and that's kind of, right. and and that's what you should do. Yeah. Right, All and you'll do better. Do better. Do what you enjoy. Yep, that's where happiness. Right, is. I think that's a. I think that's the thing. You know, uh, it took me a while. You know, I I was not a, a erotic type of romance, and I still don't mind a romantic comedies. I have one, a couple that are, and I really like the characters that I did when it was erotic. But <laughs> I'm not as comfortable I am as I am with romantic comedy. You know, so I right. just kept doing that. You know, and but I think you know it is good to sometimes. I, I, my advice to anybody right now would be because I've done a lot of different genres in screenplays and in books I think you really 
can pick up a good audience if you stick to the same. If you travel, like if you keep traveling to different, you're going to do uh, romantic comedy. You're going to be sexy. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to market because the se- people that get very upset if you're writing a romantic comedy that's sweet, mm-hmm. and then you decide to write something that's not so sweet, they actually, and I don't know why that is, because it's really strange how that is, but they won't read it. And if they're reading a murder mystery and there is sex in it, they don't seem to mm-hmm. think anything about that. But if you say this is an erotic mm-hmm. romance book, you, you don't get the readers unless you have that following. And a lot of people... Oh. They don't want to admit it. They don't want to admit it. Well, that's the other thing. But you can't always think of their... You can't think of all these things when you're writing because no. if you do, you right. will never get a word right. out. You know, you can't. And Terry's right about that. No, Terry's right about that. You have to, you know, if he's not comfortable, then he he's not enjoying it. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think you should do what you enjoy. And I do think there's the an argument for a lot of things. We're all professionals in this in this craft, and we should be able to do on a commission. If somebody asks us to write something, we should be able to give it the best of what we've got and turn out something really oh, good absolutely. for them. Well, that's a good. So well, that's a different side. story. That's a different story because when somebody commissions you, they're paying you. So this way, your brain has to automatically think you want to make whatever they wanted good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you want to do the best you can because they're paying yeah, you. Yeah, I think after years and years of experience, though, that's very possible. Yeah, good point. Definitely. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point. Like, right. Recently, I've uh, started helping my uh, my publisher do some editing because I've become so freaking good at editing over the years, <laughs> working with some of the best <laughs> editors. <laughs> yeah, and like that's that's like there's more money in that. So, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Uh, I have been doing some editing on the side, and it's been great. I'm actually quite good at it. It turns out. <laughs> so I bet well, you are. That's one thing, right? I I'm not a good editor, and I and I say that. So I'm or not, not either. you know, I can, <laughs> I can look at someone's book in like, if I'm when putting my agent cap, I could see in the first chapter if I think they're a good writer or not, but I don't write. I know that's just not me. I'm not, I won't well, be good at Well, it turns out like I that. can actually, when someone sends me something, I can take everything I've learned and over the last years and everything, and I can help them become a better writer. And I, I'm really excited awesome. about that because it makes me so happy yeah. <laughs> to be able to do that. Yeah. Right. Wonderful. Because you if both, people are independently Terry, publishing, they, Terry and if, Faith put out books that are beautifully edited. I just want yeah. to say that. Yeah, you have to. Oh, right. thank that's you. Really, that's very important. That's like the number it one is. thing. It you is. Really, it is. You yeah, have yeah, to. You have yeah. to have that. You know, for anybody for out there listening, that don't want you know, to spend the money. Oh. No, you oh, have oh, to have it edited right. If it's not. That's the right. that's mm-hmm. really yeah. You have to do that. I mean, that's what the I difference agree. is. If you're independently publishing and you have a good editor, you can still do mm-hmm. really well. So I think the world is now different, and people accept independent mm-hmm. authors as as mm-hmm. they are. There's a ton of great ones out there. Mm-hmm. It was very different yeah. ten or fifteen years ago, but now independent really? authors. Yeah, you, if you have a good editor, you have a good cover, and you can get out there with good promotion, and yeah, it should and a good number one, a good story. You know, that's what you need. Mm-hmm. So I think a per, there's a lot of people that do very well. You know, and uh, if you go to a publisher, it could take three years to get a book out. If you get oh that far. yes, 
<laughs> yes, yeah. that's why I asked my publisher if they would like help with editing because I turned in a book a year ago and still haven't heard back. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the other thing. So, so yeah. I, you know, I think look at I think there are so many different things people can do, but at the end of the day, you really should like what you do and enjoy it, and you get and a good story. Day. That's what the people want is a good story. That's you know, right. And and audio books like Terry, aren't you happy that you've done the narration and you found that world? It's a great world. Audio books. I that think. sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's the final edit, right? I mean, when you're reading it <laughs> yes. yourself, that's when you find all the stuff that you've missed before. I mean. Yeah. It's great. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's no. It, you know, an audio book also. You know, I think for me, like if people are listening to, the, you know, this one about audibles and or audio books, you really can help yourself as a writer because when you listen to other people's stories, it really helps you think. You there's something about listening to somebody else's story that mm-hmm. all of a sudden you'll go, oh. And you'll mm-hmm. think of something of your own story, not their story, but Absolutely. something will click in your brain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. That's so great. it's almost yeah. like you're enjoying it, but you're also like also reading it to help your listening to it to help. I, I love audiobooks, <laughs> yes. but I, I think know. people. I keep yes. telling people to you know, and a lot of authors I know do not care about audiobooks at all, and I think they're missing the boat because I think it's a great thing to do yeah it's, it's just like it's another so thing on top of all the other things and that's i think that's why that we don't pay attention to the audio as much because we already have like print books and other languages and yeah it's just hard to get that extra step going you know but you know what this it's, is a full-time job too. this is yeah yes it yes. is yeah <laughs> yeah you know it is and you just have to you know like enjoy it and when you listen to other people for me it's easier when i listen to people's books because then i can do it while i'm doing other things so i think that's another thing you can do it while you're doing other things yeah whatever you're doing so i is there any questions anybody wants to ask each other before we kathy do you have any questions that you wanted to ask i think everything was answered okay really amazing hour there we go Terry, anything you'd like to add? I just want to add that my email address is terry at terryshepherd.com, and I'm looking forward to hearing from each of you so that <laughs> I can return the favor and have you as individuals on Authors on the Air as my special guest. Oh, that's great. Yay. Thank you. Oh, I, have, I have on my yeah. show page here, I have every everybody's link on Facebook, and uh, Faith, I have yours on Amazon. So, when they click in, they can click and find you. If awesome. They need you. Thank you yeah. so much. I hope yeah. I hear from authors that want to talk about Arc Anonymous. Just give me a shout. Oh, but, yeah. yeah you Great. Know what? Yeah. Think, if you want right, reviews, think, yeah. If you want a lot of reviews, definitely hit her up. Yeah. yeah I'm, awesome. trying I'm trying awesome it. Awesome gals in that group. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try yeah, it. What did I say? October. I'm going to try one of my books on, in October. September and October. Yeah, do October. it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. These girls are <laughs> yeah. awesome. I love the Dark Angels. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm always ready to try anything. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I try a lot. Thank you for having me on. I Thank have to try everything. On, I do try things because I find out what doesn't amazing. work. But I think Terry's got his – this is a very different side of what we've heard in the past, Terry. So I think absolutely. this will help people in different areas realizing that they can go out and – they will be able to 
sell their books that way and also get an idea of what people think of their books. Uh, yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah you get sure. the feedback yeah, sure. definitely in person, don't you? Yep, yep, yep. I think that's, that's definitely a different perspectives. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely it's a good one. Finding you know, the right one market that I hope, and right, yeah. <laughs> but I do hear from a lot of people they don't want to go out now. That's the thing. So hopefully they will. You know, we're not going to have oh, this I'll go forever. anywhere. All right, good. Then. Go <laughs> don't be scared. You know what? It's, it's a dangerous world, but that doesn't mean we can't live. We gotta live. Oh, we gotta absolutely. Live our lives. Let's live. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, That's what scared. we're doing. Hopefully. Hopefully right. we're doing it. No, you're right. He's right about that because you know it's there's a limit to what people can actually stay home in. You know, you have to get out because it's really not good for people. So I think, and next week, that's probably what we'll, we might be talking about that struggling because I have a lot of people that want to come on to talk about that to help other people because there's so many people that are struggling right now. So that's another topic that we'll be probably doing. I think Kristen will be on with me next week, I think. So we'll get that. Mm. And anybody that wants a topic, you know, find me at marshcaspercook.com. And I'm interested in doing it because, Terry, I'd like to talk more about, you know, ovarian cancer with you. Mm. So I think because it is ovarian cancer month, if people do not know this, I did not know it was ovarian cancer. And so I'd like to talk about that another time. And Faith, if you're, you're mm-hmm. a nurse, if you want to enter any of my, because I have those kind of shows, so it might be interesting to hear your side of how you feel about things like COVID or, you know, breast cancer and things like that, because I have that show soon in October. Oh, yeah, I'd thing. love to. This was so much okay. fun. You just call on me anytime. I'll be there. Okay, <laughs> I will. I will. Not that I know awesome. who you are, I hope right? you do. Okay. And Kathy, <laughs> what will we say yeah. about you? Any last words, Kathy? <laughs> Um, I need my love. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kathy so much. What? What? I didn't. I missed it. What? What did you say? I said I'm doing the best I can. You are doing a good job. You, you know what? Let's just. Well, I'm leaving it this way. Anybody that writes a book and has it finished and it's done, you've done a good thing. So, and then you oh. are trying your best. That's it. That's how it goes. It's amazing. It's hard to write a book. And when you, even people out there that are listening that, you know, maybe they don't think their book is that great, but just get it out there. And then you'll say, and keep writing. Don't be afraid. (laughs) Yeah, I I really like that. I want to thank you for having me on again. Thank you so much. You're welcome anytime. And Terry, you're welcome. And Faith, (laughs) anytime. All right. And thank you all. And have a great day. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll talk again. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.